Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Help South Shore Radio Show. And here we are, once again, Mouth of the South Shore Radio Show on the Wrestling Perspective Radio Network. I am and will always be the Mouth of the South Shore of Cordova. I don't think this is working. And, uh... Hello... Hello? Hello! Can you hear me? A little bit. Are you live? I am live. Oh, this is very exciting. I feel like I... I, I don't know why. I just... I feel like I can't be heard today, and that's... It's that, weird. Well, that's what happens when you get married. Hmm. That's a good point. But we're here. The Mouth and the Crowd. Mouth of the South Shore Radio Show. 9.03, taking you up to the 10 o'clock hour, so I guess we'll we'll just rock and roll like this. I guess this is how it's going to be. So uh, I guess here we are, and let's do it. Um, this is a very solid got, open to the show. It really is. I, I did the opening thing, and then I was waiting for you, and honestly, like, I have a ho-hum attitude about this whole thing, and uh, that's that. I mean... That's where I'm at with the wrestling world. It's very, like, it's exciting, but it's also very ho-hum. Right? I mean, after all that, our nightmares are confirmed. Baron Corbin is the king of the ring. Ho-hum. You knew it was going to happen. I know. I know. After all that, Kofi Kingston with this, you know, unprobable run beats Randy Orton twice, and ho-hum, here comes Brock Lesnar. You know, and even NXT, like, it's on TV now. I mean, this is what I want to start with, though. NXT is now two hours. It's on TV. I'm going to reserve my thoughts about it. What are yours? Did you see it? Because I know you weren't home yesterday. I I watched it throughout the day. So I, I did not watch it, like, straight through. I didn't see it live, but I I have seen it now. I'm not mad at it, if I'm being honest with you. I think the uh I think the Dream Roderick Strong match was really good, but Dream needs to uh, I I don't know how I feel about Dream. The character is amazing, but in ring still needs work. The women's okay. match was really good. I don't understand the appeal of the southern guy. If I'm being honest with you, which Southern guy, the one who won in like three seconds, the one who was in TNA. Oh, uh, Trevor Grimes. Yeah. That guy. I don't understand him. Yeah. Uh, the, the stuff in the second hour was cool. Seeing Walter on TV was great. 
seeing Imperium was really cool. I'll be very honest with you. That got a little bit of a pop. Yeah. They got a snap, a crackle, and a pop. Out of you? Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I, think, right. I, I think Walter's really cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, apologize for it. No, he is. I like him. I but like it, the group. I, like it was a good episode of NXT, but it wasn't anything groundbreaking. You does know what I mean? Feel like, does it feel like the two hour thing kind of makes it feel not special anymore? Well, it's not two hours yet. I mean, Suits has to finish up. Well, it, it, if you went to the WWE Network, it had a second hour, and mm-hmm. it's like they put a lot of stuff on there, and which is good, you know, for the TV audience that hasn't watched NXT and is new to it, it, it. It's good, but by the same token, the thing that I think made NXT work is that you never tired of people. Like, remember I said the ho hum thing. I, I do these things for a reason. Like, I, I wanted to tie this in. The reason that Baron Corbin gets a ho-hum is because people tired of him being on television and being prominent every single week. The same reason people tired of Brock Lesnar, of, uh, excuse me, of Roman Reigns being on every single week. It's the same story all the time. It's always the same story of, up oh, there they are again, and... We're simply getting it again. That's that's what it is, and um, I just I feel like that's the point we're at. Like we're gonna start to feel that way. We don't feel that way now because it's new. But are you gonna feel the same way if you see Matt Riddle every week? Are you gonna still be excited to see him? Like if you start seeing Keith Lee do unhuman things all the time. Are you still going to be think, excited? To I see think him that do there's enough things? going on in NXT that they'll be able to not have everybody on every week. Like this week, we saw Adam Cole do kind of nothing. I, I feel like there will be ways to keep people involved, but not actually have them involved. And they're, they're sort of doing that on, you know, the bigger shows, but we can talk about that a little bit later on with NXT. I think, I think they'll be okay. I think they've built enough stories that they can keep, they can keep it fresh while sort of featuring everybody. I hope so. I really do. I, I, I don't, it's like I thought it was good. Um, I think they did everything logically the way they should have. You know, things like Candice LeRae won the number one contendership. I think she's been gearing toward that. I think they did it, which is fine by me. Um, like I, I don't dislike anything they did. I don't think they WWE eyes did or anything. Like I think what they're doing is good, but at the same time. I think there are dangers, like obvious dangers, um, behind the two-hour thing. I, I'm just nervous is all. Like The one thing that I really liked that made it feel like it wasn't a WWE show was that I didn't notice the production. Did, did you want, do you get that? Yeah. Yes. Like everything wasn't WWE-ified, whereas with Kevin Dunn, everything is sort of pronounced. 
it wasn't like that. Like, there weren't a million camera angles, which is fantastic. There were, it was the right, it was the right amount of cuts and cameras and things like that. Right. Which is something that I appreciate a lot with WWE and how Kevin Dunn does things on Mondays and Tuesdays. So it was a, it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah, and that's my hope is that, and I've been thinking about this for a while. Like, I know it was only a one-hour show, but I've been having nightmares about NXT turning into the new ECW. Um, you know, in the sense of, like, ECW, and, I, and this comes from a guy who is never a big ECW fan. Like, not in the 90s, never. Um, but I don't think what happened to ECW, you know, when you put it on television under the WWE banner and they made it just the third brand, like if there's nothing distinguishing it, that's not what we want. We don't want just the third brand. That's not, I don't think that's where we're at as a business now. I don't think we're, that's where WWE is at. I think NXT has its own identity and I hope they can keep that. I, ho- I hope that what they're doing is to keep that identity the way it is. And so far, I feel that way. I think they made it feel distinguishable, and they didn't... You know what I like that they did not do? They did not go for, like, the cheap... What? I said you are going to tell me. Well, yeah, but they didn't go for the cheap uh, ratings pop. Like, they didn't throw... Because there were rumors that Kevin Owens was going to be on the show. They didn't go for that. They didn't go for, like, let's put a big name on so that we make sure that the people tune in, because these people aren't stars, but one of our guys who's on television is definitely a big star. They didn't do that. They kept it well, their not, show. I feel like they're not looking to get a new audience with NXT, be- just, just because there isn't a new audience to get. Like, well, they know now, the people who are tuning in to NXT are tuning in to see, what N- to see NXT. They're not looking for new alternative programming. You know what I mean? Say that now. Until AEW hits the airways, if they lose one week, I guarantee to you the thought changes. That would be terrible. I, I'm not disagreeing, but you don't think that Vince is pa- You sort of just cut out there. I don't know if you can hear me or not. I absolutely cannot hear you. It's like it's like we're married. You're just speaking, and I'm turning a deaf ear. Hello? Mashlomech? Beseder? Hebrew words? Like, I don't know what I don't know what's going on. I cannot hear you. I still cannot hear you. In and or around the slightest. You're telling me to keep talking. So I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep talking about NXT. And we saw Walter, and I want to get into that, because people don't really watch NXT UK. I've heard amazing things, and I say that because I myself have very rarely seen NXT UK outside of a couple of occasions. I've seen all of the takeovers, and I was actually at the NXT UK taping at uh, Access, at WrestleMania Access, this past year, but that was sort of awkward. We got Tony Storm, but that was about it in terms of star power and Cash Sono. I can't tell you how freaking cool it was to see Walter in NXT. 
I don't get Kushida, though, who's the person who he's going to be feuding with from here on out, I suppose, which is kind of weird. Oh, hey, look who it is. Look who decided to come back on. That's right. So you don't, you honestly, don't see no, this. I don't get Kushida. I don't understand. Wait, I don't, I don't wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? I, I, I have, and I know it's your favorite movie series because I'm not a monster of a human being. However, <laughs> I don't understand how that translates to to uh to to a wrestling character, like I have no uh, desire to see Marty McFly beat the crap out of somebody five times his size. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and and this is the thing I struggle with, and I know this is like sacrilege in the wrestling business, but I haven't figured out the whole like Japanese thing and how that correlates, and I don't think WWE has either. Case in point, I think they did it well for like a day and a half with Nakamura, who, in my opinion has more charisma than he knows what to do with. And I still don't think that they really nailed him. I think they, you know, they didn't really get him. They they knew that they had the one big match with AJ, and they didn't they didn't really figure out how to make him into something that would make sense on American television. And I don't have the confidence that they'll do it with Kushida either. I, I you know what, when in NXT, I get it. Because they did it well in NXT. And I guess because Kushida is in NXT and he's not on the main roster, then maybe there's a shot they don't screw it up. Yeah. But I, it's just not something I, under, I, I understand right now. And maybe that's me being ignorant. An ignoramus, as that one Damian Sandow would say. Mm. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. I, I honestly don't. Don't don't know what it is with Kushida, but it was cool to see Imperium. I'm glad Alexander Wolf is doing something now that Sanity officially doesn't exist. I don't know who the other two guys are. Do you? Yeah, there are uh, what I think Marcel Bethel and Fabian Eichner. Oh, Fabian Eichner. Those two guys that I know, I've heard of Fabian Eichner, but yeah, yeah. Eichner, I mean, they don't do anything for me. Nah, they're just a tag team that helps out and. You know, it fleshes out the group, and they look intimidating, so sometimes that's all you need. I mean, not every group has to be, like, the four biggest stars of all time. I mean, sometimes you can have just a couple of guys in there that do their job. Oh, no, I get it. I'm not saying that each of them has to be a future world champion. I'm just saying right now, as somebody who doesn't really watch NXT UK, and I feel like the majority of wrestling fans at this point really don't watch NXT UK, because there's so much content, and that's sort of at the bottom of the barrel. It, it, it's something that I'm looking forward to digging deeper into. That's all. But if you notice, they, they incorporated three different shows into NXT's debut. They incorporated NXT, NXT UK, and now 205 Live has been integrated into the show, and the Cruiserweight title will be there, which is a total win for the thing because, let's be honest, did anybody really want to stay for the 205 Live tapings in live arenas? Like, it's enough, man. I mean, people want to leave after SmackDown's over. So this is better, in my opinion. I feel like you're going to get better crowd reactions. And the shows, you know, the the stories that go along with that will just, they'll come off better. So I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with 205 Live being integrated in. What What are your thoughts? Because Topanga's favorite wrestler, and this is true, 
is also one of my favorite wrestlers. I, I am a Which big is. fan of Leo Rush. It's great to see him be the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. Dude, dude is and you said that is whose favorite, favorite wrestler? Topanga. Is that right? Oh, the, you, you clearly are not keeping up with your uh, celebrities and their wrestling. Topanga I, showed I, up on what, an episode of SmackDown like a year and a half ago when he was on 205 Live and she showed up. When he was in PWG, she was at shows cheering him on. Oh, yeah, Danielle Fischel is a huge Leo Rush fan. Oh, all right. I knew I, I knew there was a reason I had a crush on her when I was a kid. Well, you know, there there, there should be more than one other reason that, that you had a crush on a I, I mean, there are at least a couple. Yeah. Well, to to be fair, you and her prom date do have a couple of things in common. We look really chewy. Do you know who her prom date was? No, I know. I, I know her actual prom date. I was thinking of like on the show, and I was going with the okay. Yeah. No, you and Lance Bass have one mm. very particular thing in common. We have both mastered the art of the in sync dance. Yes. Well, to be fair, I'm also yeah. involved in that because you did teach it to me. <laughs> we performed it for a camp full of elementary and middle school kids. How about <laughs> that? He did. He did. You want to talk embarrassing? That's embarrassing. Although I'm not going to lie to you, I almost expected us. I almost expected you to say, "Hey, brush it off. We need to do this at my wedding," and I'd have done it no problem. That would have been great. Yeah, but you know, it would it wouldn't take a lot to teach all the other guys. Like, That's a really nice w- way of saying half of your uh, groomsmen party are uncoordinated. Absolutely, but that's I a really that nice way nice to say it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's not it's not it's not untrue. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't say very many things that are untrue. Exactly, but I mean speaking of not things that are not untrue, you know we're we're getting to the show, and like I said. This is sort of your freebie, like this one and next week. Those are your freebies. You only get an hour, and then Suits is on. And guess what? After that, not only are you getting your full two hours, but they're going right up against AEW. So this is the calm before the storm. Let's see how it goes. Let's get into this whole thing. And then later on, we'll get back at it. And so it's about to get interesting. Um, I'm excited. Next week we're going to get Dominic Dijakovic. Um, which I still think is a stupid name. I mean, the guy's name is Dijak. I don't know why that would why yeah, Dijakovic you, you, you is love better. The guy. I do like the guy. I like I liked him since I saw him on the indie circuit. I we met the guy. I think he's a nice guy. Like I, I he's he's a big guy. You know, which I think people often like crap on that. Like the you know the modern wrestling fan, they almost think oh big guy. Like I don't want to see that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because tell me, it's not exciting when you see, like, these big guys do really cool stuff or, like, have ridiculous strength. Like, tell me that's not fun to watch. Because for me it is. Like, I like watching guys, like, do stuff like that. I like when Luke Harper came up to the main roster and he's doing crazy stuff. I like watching Brock Lesnar go beast mode. Like, it's fun. And watching Dijakovic and Keith Lee, it's fun. And I'm it's excited Dijakovic. for by the way. Dijakovic? Yes, sir. That's even worse. I mean, hey, I'm just... at least way. <laughs> who, who in their right mind thinks that's a good wrestling name? Who's, who in their right mind thinks someday we're going to announce 
and the new WWE champion, Dominic Dijakovic. Like, come on, dude. Really dumb people for 500. And and you know that Vince will probably just shorten it to Dijakovic for some reason. Like, oh, that would work. Will go away because Dominic's a bad name, but Dijakovic—that's that's where the money's at. <laughs> like, dude, that's... you need to have like two syllables in your name at best. Think about it. Is there anybody in the history of wrestling that's ever been really good that's had a, a name with more than like two syllables? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, but each one of those is like one syllable. Stone Cold yeah, Steve Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only one that's an exception is Undertaker. Technically, it's The Undertaker. Right, but that's the only exception to the rule. Think about it. The Rock. Hulk Hogan. Bret Hart. <laughs> like, Shawn Michaels. I mean, these are easy names to say. Like, the biggest stars in wrestling history have really easy names to say. Why? Because it rolls off the tongue. John Cena. Batista, three syllables. Batista, that's it. Randy Orton, easy. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. Nothing's more than two syllables here. You, you seeing a trend? Yeah, I am. It, it. You would think at this point they would not name anybody something like that. Like that's why Michael McGillicuddy was dead on arrival. Not because the name sounds stupid. It's just too long. Notice how what they changed it to. Curtis Axel. Two and two. Well, Bingy Lang, like, like they, are, they do have names that are for, for a pop. But I get what you're saying. I, I, I can Are any of them the biggest stars in the business? I don't think so. I think all the guys who are big stars, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, easy names to say. It should it should go without saying that go with like Keith Lee is a good name like it, it's short it's easy I mean you know Dominic Dijakovic is not an easy name to say I just I don't like it huh? I don't like it and it stinks it stinks it does you know what else stinks I'll tell you what stinks. I was at the Yankee game last night. I was, you know, I had an office hiring, right? So we go to the Yankee game, and I mean, I'm always happy to be at Yankee Stadium, but uh, you know, first of all, I was hoping to see the division clinched, and it just didn't happen. And I don't know oh, what it, I'm over to you. This oh, poor yeah. you! Let me tell you, I feel so bad it's for rough. you. You haven't won a division since 2012. Oh, poor you. I hey. I feel just terrible. Oh, my. It's been a while. How you can still root for the team is beyond me. You know, I just, I wanted to be there for I You know, I was there for CeCe's last regular season pitch in Yankee Stadium. So that was kind of nice. I got to see that. Um. You know, there, there. I don't know. It just would have been nice to cap off the night with. The, then again, it would have been nice if my office stayed till the end of the night. But that's another story. Are are, are you beholden to your office? 
No, I stayed. But a lot of people left. I don't know. They wanted to. Uh, they 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 preferred to go to the bar rather than watch the game. But I prefer the baseball. To be fair, so, how much younger than you are all of your coworkers? Some of them a decent amount younger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I know. I I know. But I was thinking about this, and like, even if I was like twenty two year old version of me, pretty sure I choose baseball over, over like heavy drinking. But I've always liked baseball, you know? Like, that's – to me, like, you get your beer at the game. Like, I have no issue with that. I had myself a couple of beers at the game. But, I mean, but you're there to watch the game. Pay good money for those seats, you know? I, or, well, the company did. But, you know, you, you know what I mean. Either way. Whatever, Grandpa. Either way, they did not clinch the division. I'm a little upset about it, but that's okay. Life will go on. Uh, life will go on for a lot of people. It will not go on pleasantly for some people. I mean, the big, the big stuff. Um, let's let's get to the big happenings in the world of wrestling. Of course, Brock Lesnar is now a SmackDown guy because, well, Fox is a thing. And uh, in two weeks, Brock will be on SmackDown taking. I'm not saying that he's challenging for. He's taking the world title. Let's be honest. Yeah, like, you knew it was coming. I really didn't want to believe it, but it's a thing. Do you think he's going to be around more because he's the champion on Fox? You think Fox is going to be like, dude, you got to be there, like, every couple of weeks? I think so. At least I hope so. <laughs> I'll be very I mean, honest. I don't need him there every week. But I think every other week, I think he should be on most pay-per-views. He doesn't. Like, need, he he should be on every SmackDown pay per view. If they're doing this brand split bull, then he has to be on every pay per view. I would think so. Um, with the, I'll give you exceptions though. I do not think he needs to be on Survivor Series because that show can can go by its gimmick. It doesn't need to have the title defended, and if you have the other title defended, I'm okay with that. Well, Survivor Series is the new bragging rights, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm okay if he doesn't appear on that one. But most of the other ones, I think he needs to be there. I, I don't think we can go three months in between title defenses. I think it has to be defended. The problem with that is, if we're going back to him, who we like, cause they, they better have a plan because it's October. When by the time it's SmackDown be Roman. Debuts, it's always going to be Roman. You can't. Like, like, I, who I don't think so. Why? I don't think so. I, I think they have to Roman, build. So who's it going to be? No. I think that, I'm gonna tell you exactly who I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be Kevin Owens. <laughs> I think that's the new guy. Okay. Because I think Kevin brings a different dynamic of his ability to fight. Like he's not he's just enough of like a jerk to make it work. Like he's kinda like Brock and I think it would be it's a match we haven't seen, you know. And I think they've been building him up to this. I think he's going to end up getting the one up on Chain for good, and they're building him up like as this massive like baby in face. In the eyes of the un, in the eyes of the un, um, uh, uninformed fan, he kind of looks like a scrub. Yeah, but if that's kind of the point. He's he's the everyman. He's a he's a, a scrappy fighter who looks like us. That's the appeal. No, the fact and that I he was, did the whole sniveling, like, 
Um, what am I trying to say? I don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point. The, the, it's really frustrating. Well, like, like if he didn't like actually try to apologize to Shane and stuff, and look like a child in the process, I get. Then it. I'm okay with it. I, I get but where you're coming from. Just, what? I said I get where you're coming from. He just looks like a scrub, and I love Kevin Owens. I really do. He he just looks like a scrub lately, and it's not going to work. If they kept the badass going, then it would have been great, and I'd have bought it. But and, they, well, we we still have not. we still have a good five six months to build up the badass guy. Maybe he would crumble. Really but, hope so. but I do sense your frustration, and I know that there are other parts of your life where there's frustration, and for that. There is BlueChew.com. That's BlueChew, B-L-U-E. You like that one? It was all right. BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. And, uh, of course, BlueChew.com is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, um, which is always good because, well, those work. And uh, if you visit BlueChew.com today, you'll get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code WPP. Uh, so just add the five dollars for shipping, and the good news, you can take it any time, day or night, full stomach, empty stomach, do whatever you got to do. I mean, they're chewable, so they'll work twice as fast as a pill. So if you are frustrated, you get those suckers in there when the opportunity arises, and you'll be ready as ready can be and hard as trigonometry. And Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So you won't have to wait at the doctor, you don't have to wait at the pharmacy, and you don't have to feel all nice and awkward walking home with the pills. They come in an unmarked box, and they ship direct, and they're cheaper. So not seeing a whole lot of negative here. So if you're looking for an extra spring in your step, if you're looking for uh, a pep in your peppy, uh, buy this product, which is made in the USA. And Sometimes again, being friends with you hurts. <laughs> and again, WPP, for your first shipment free, just pay the $5 for shipping. So in order to do that, you go to BLUEChew.com, WPP, try it free. All right, <sighs> we can move on now. Yeah, I, I, I think we should. You didn't like pep in your peppy? You're lucky I haven't hung up on you. <laughs> All right. Well, what if I told you that I am indeed Baron Corbin? What if I told you he hate me? Oh, well, he. I wonder if he hate me is going to coach. Now we're getting the XFL back. Is he going to come back and coach? I feel like he should. He he would be the he would be the most beloved coach in the history of the XFL. There is no right? doubt in my mind. I mean, there's almost no reason not to have him coach, you know? Like, what what is he got going on in his life? Yeah, what's he doing? I don't even know. What's he doing? I'll I'll tell you what you shouldn't do, though. Before I get into Baron Corbin and his ridiculousness, I saw something on the interwebs that actually really annoyed me. Oh, really? At at one of the shows recently – a fan in the front row decided to uh, try to reach out and grab the tuchus of Sasha Banks. 
And uh, yeah, that that's a low that's a low move. Don't do that. Be, yeah, be, dude, be a, like don't be a bully. Be a star. Like here's the thing. We're not going to lie to you and tell you that if you want to watch the program and admire some nice tuchus, go ahead and admire some nice tuchus. But you can't touch well, it. Like Every time you say the word tuchus, I, I, I get very close to throwing up. I, okay, I would like but, you to know that, that you are actively contributing to vomit every time you open your mouth. All right. So I'll try to pick another word next time. But, like, I'm sure men and women alike have gone on the interwebs and watched the programs and gone on the Instagram, and they've snuck a peek at uh, some booty. I mean, you know, I, I I understand. Like, you know, they're all chasing Big E to have the best booty in the WWE. I, I know that's a difficult task, but, you know, someone's got to be in first. With that said, you're a paying customer. This is a married woman. You don't do that. It's very simple. You don't do that. Like, admire from a distance. I'm, I'm telling you to do that. I am telling you, and, and not only that, if you're going to admire from a distance, at least pick the right member of the tag team. Clearly, ba- Bailey's got the better booty. <laughs> you're not wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I just said you're not wrong. How could I, I, exactly. I? I'm not one to cast aspersions here. She has got a fantastic hiney. I'm just saying. But the point is, I will say that. But if I were to go to a show, I will act appropriately. Probably because my wife will be with me. But nonetheless. Now you have a wife. I do. I have one of those. You will soon too, my friend. Ah, damn you right. I should let her know. <laughs> yeah. She might want to be informed. But, I mean, dude, like, we joke around. I- I'm doing this on purpose. Like, we joke around. We have fun with this whole thing. We've had the cutie patootie list, all that, right? We do? It doesn't give we- – we- we've we've interviewed tons of women, right? You've heard the sound bites we have. We've talked to a lot of these women. Doesn't mean you have any right or permission to do anything that they're not asking you to do. Like, and I say this as a person that I actually, like, I, I mean, I'm extra careful because, like, you're there with the microphone and stuff. Like, I ask permission. I'm like, you know, can like, can we take a picture for the website? Yes. Is it okay if I put my arm around you for the picture? Because you got to ask. You know, this is general protocol when you go to these autograph signs. You can't just reach out and grab a cheek. Like, yeah, that's not the way that works. You're not wrong. And it's it, you know what it does? It makes wrestling fans look bad as a whole because this guy pays good money to sit front row, and this is how he represents us. And now it like it gets in the news, and people think wrestling fans are these like obnoxious drunks who you know who try to grope people, and that's not good. We don't want that. Because I I don't think that most people would do that. Like, I, I'd like to think that most wrestling fans are decent people who wouldn't do that. So there's your PSA for the day. If you want to go to a wrestling show, be act appropriately. Okay? The only booty you should be grabbing is a box of booty O's. How about that? 
think that's a I don't think it's unreasonable. They make sure you ain't booty. That's okay. an old reference at this point. Do you realize that's an old reference? Like, that's not a new reference? Mm-hmm. How have we gotten to the point where New Day references are old references? Because that's the way of the world. Damn, man. Like, the, the wrestling world moves quickly. You know what's crazy about that is what year did the New Day form? 2014? Put this in perspective. Go back to the famed Attitude Era. The New Day would have formed in 1997, let's say. We're talking about WCW has already come and gone, and the New Day is still around. That's yep. how long the New Day has been around. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. All right, That's I can buy wild. it. You're wild. Well, we we had and we've had entire eras go by, and the new day has surpassed all those. Ruthless aggression was like three years. We we've already surpassed that. The attitude era was like four years. We've gone past that, right? Like, the new day is five years old. How is that possible? Pretty easily. Mm. You know, I'm doing all this just to avoid talking about Baron Corbin as the king of the ring, right? I mean. I'm not going to lie to you. It works. Tell me it doesn't work. As long as they use it as a mid-card gimmick and not a main event gimmick, I guess I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with him as, like, the king of the mid-card. I'm just not okay with him at the top of the card. Like, I don't need this to propel him to another feud with Seth Rollins. I'm going to be very honest with you. Like, it's it's refreshing to have a heel that everybody hates. Yes, but is it for the right reasons? Because I actually feel like people change the channel when when he comes on. They, They don't. At least I don't think they do. How about that? Um, I'd be curious to know if they actually do. It's been a while. I feel like not since The Miz has there been a has there been a heel so actually hated. And I feel like he's what MJF wants to be, you know? I guess I could see that. I, I actually, you know, it's funny. I came across MJF in like my regular life, and it was weird. Awkward. Well, not that I met him or anything, but I was on my Facebook page, and someone that I know posted a a thing, and it was like someone came across that MJF posted a picture of himself, you know, looking all jacked and stuff, and he wrote, "I don't play Dungeons and Dragons." And then apparently a bunch of people, like, um, who's the dude that's married to... um, It's Joe Mangiello, who's also a PWG fan. Yeah, so he he tweeted, I do play, or whatever, and other people did, and they, like, explained why he, you know, why he doesn't play and why he should. And it was kind of a funny thing. And, like, you know, you had uh, people sharing this, and they're like, "Uh, this guy, I think, is, like, a wrestler or something, but he said he doesn't play... 
And I'm like, this guy is infiltrating real life. This guy, I'll, I'll say this straight up. This from guy might single-handedly. View. He's from, from Plainview? Plainview, New York. Well, he may single-handedly make AEW relevant. And I say that strongly because Cody's not going to do it. The Young Bucks aren't going to do it. Kenny Omega's not going to do it. Because none of them are culturally relevant. Wrestling fans may know them, but culturally, nobody knows who any of those people are. MJF might just be that guy. Like, I feel like he's going to do it somehow. He just seems like he's going to understand how to penetrate the mainstream. And if AEW is going to be successful, that's the guy that's going to get him there. I just have this feeling. Not your boy Moxley? No. I, 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 not, I'm a fan of the guy. Chris Jericho, the man who appeared on America's Got Talent. Chris Jericho will help. Chris Jericho is a known entity, but I feel like MJF is the guy that people are going to go, I'm really curious about this guy. i got to check him out. Jericho, they know who he is. They might go, eh, I like Jericho. Maybe I'll see what he's doing. But MJF, they're going to get curious and go, who is this guy? I, I should probably – it's on TNT? All right, I'll check out TNT. I got to see what this guy is all about. And when they get there, maybe they'll, they'll like some of the other stuff that's going on there. I don't know. I mean, because you're going to have, you know, all these other guys that some of them are fun to watch. Some of them have some talent. I, I don't know. Um, one guy in particular I do want to talk about because I don't understand him, and that's Joey Janela. Like, I don't see the appeal of this guy. But... Joey Janela was in the news last week, and I um, I want to address this one. This is a, a news story I think should be addressed. He got in like an altercation with Big Cass or Cass Exel, whatever he's calling himself. And a couple days later, Cass gets on his Twitter and apologizes to everybody, and apparently he's going to like enter rehab. So Good I want to wish him well. Yeah. Like, I think I think supposedly he has an alcohol issue. He's you know he's been uh, the reason that these things are happening is because and, and apparently that's why he got let go from WWE as well is that he was having problems with alcohol and drinking too much and saying stupid things when he was drunk. That'll do so, it. So yeah, um, I I often I feel I don't know if the word is relief. But, like, it's nice to know when these guys recognize that the problem is there because I prefer that to wrestler was found dead last night due to, you know, overdose or whatever nonsense happens. Like, I very much prefer that they go get help. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we've seen way too much of it the other way. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, all the way up until, you know, of course, our friend a few months back, you know, with the – you know, who knows what was going on in her life, but mm-hmm. it, it's like enough is enough. I mean, I certainly did not want to hear his name in any other way other than dude's going to get help. And it, it's nice to see that, like, I, I know a lot of people are against this, but I think it's nice to see that him and Enzo are friends again. And then yeah. Enzo's standing up for him as a friend. That's a great thing. Like, I, you need that. Like, I, I, I hope and I believe that, Enzo's going to be a support system for him. He's going to be like, dude, like, I want, to, I want you to get better. Like, I want you back out here with me. You need that. You know, like, I'm not rooting against them because, oh, like, the gimmick was stupid. Who cares? Like, 
there are plenty of guys that I did not, they were not my favorites, but if they were going to get help, I would root for them. Because why would you root against, like, what kind of person are you? You're like, well, I didn't like them in the ring, so I'm going to root against them. Like, who does that? So, I'm happy to see that. Apparently, though, I want to get back to Sasha Banks because there's another story with her because she can't stop making stories. Apparently, she may have some real-life heat with Alexa Bliss. That's been going on that? forever. That's not new. Yeah, anymore. well. To be very well, honest the, with you. What's the story there? Like, what, Why do they hate each other so much? I feel like Sasha doesn't like Bliss because – she feels like she hasn't worked as hard as she has. Something like that. Like, like, like just, just work beef, which I kind of get. Like, th- um, uh, Bliss wasn't one of the quote-unquote four horse women. She's not as talented as they are in the ring, and she gets everything handed to her. So, like, in that regard, and Sasha lives, breathes, you know, defecates wrestling. So I can kind of see why she'd be upset. I can see it. Doesn't necessarily make it right, but I can see it. You know, green is only a good color in Shrek. Uh, Kermit the Frog adamantly disagrees. All right, that's fair. Um, And maybe those two, but it ain't a good color on her. And let's be honest, screw the whole Four Horsewomen thing. Right now, they're the, the stars of both shows. They're doing just fine. And Alexa did not have everything handed to her. She was drafted in a supplemental draft. She came on... And she proved why she belonged on the main roster. No, she got over. She got over by herself, obviously. That she got over because she's the best talker in the women's division by mm-hmm. far. Like, there's a reason that she has her own talk show because she's good at it. And most women are not that good at it. Let's be honest. As much as I like the four horsewomen, except for Charlotte, Outside of maybe Becky, none of them are good talkers. Like, they they all came up the same way. They all learned how to cut scripted promos. So they sound scripted. They're good in the ring. But as characters, I don't... I don't think they nailed that. I will say this about Sasha. Sasha is hot trash on the mic. Terrible. Absolutely. She was never good at it. I mean, she's better in the bad guy role. But someone's got to cut her loose, like. <laughs> except that apparently they did. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently they bless you, by the way. Apparently, they did cut her loose. Her and Bailey were allowed to cut loose, and like, they they were given the bullet points, allowed to cut their own promos, and it did not go well. So, if ever you get the opportunity, you might not want to fall flat on your face because stuff like that proves the WWE right as to why they should script promos. And we don't want them to be right. We want them to be wrong. We want people to go out there and sound like people. And Sasha and Bailey are not doing us any favors in that regard. No, not at all. So that sucks. But I'm not, I, you know, I'm on Team Bliss here because I don't, I don't see how you should be that jealous of somebody. Alexa... Does what she does. Is she as good in the ring as Sasha? Maybe not. But wrestling isn't all about that. If you make your stories interesting and people want to see you, you're doing your job far more than the person who 
might be a little bit more exciting in the ring. Who cares? Right? Like, I can, I can show you plenty of people that I think were exciting in the ring, but were about as exciting as watching paint dry outside of it or, you know, on the mic. How about Dean Malenko? Is Dean Malenko on the microphone excite you? I've never heard Dean Malenko on the microphone, so I can't actually answer yeah, that question. There, there's a good reason for that. He I mean, I haven't on. really seen much WCW, and he wasn't in WWE as far as I, yeah. you know, when I was watching. So I no. mean, I'll even go as far as saying, and, and this guy was champion, but he who shall not be named was not exactly a top-notch mic worker. Listen, Voldemort's great on the mic, all right? <sighs> you, know, you know, he may be, but there's one thing that I know about Voldemort. He will never smell what the rock is cooking. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want to hang up on you so bad. <laughs> so bad. Prove oh, me wrong. Ugh. Prove me I wrong. angry. The man has no nose, okay? I don't even he's, know these damn movies. All I know is he's the guy with no nose. Why does he have no nose? Did they ever explain that? I hate you. Like, I've never Seriously. felt for another human being up until this moment in time. Seriously, like, did they ever explain that in the movies? Did they ever tell you why he has no nose? Ugh. Was it cut off? What, like, does he come from a very smelly family? Like, what, what's the story there? There's got to be a backstory. You make me so sad, man. Is there, I mean, there's got to be something. Like, there's got to be a reason. Did he cut <clears> it? Like, is he, did he Picasso himself and just, like, cut it off? Or Van Gogh or whatever, whoever the guy was who cut his ear? That's Van Gogh, right? Oh, Jesus Christ, you hurt me. What did I ever okay. do to you? That was Seriously. Van Gogh, though. Like, was it Van Gogh that cut his ear? At least, at least give me that. It was Van Gogh, right? Yeah. Okay. Terrific. Terrific. Okay, so... Anyway... Are we done yet? Like, like, I'm on. I'm, on, I'm so yeah, out of it right now. You've ruined me. I don't understand. What? Why is this like so sacrilege for you? Like, no one's ever questioned this before with Voldemort. No, because it's just there. Nobody cares enough to be like, why doesn't he have a nose? I'm better than everybody who likes Harry. Who gives a crap? Just enjoy it. That's it. I, the man has no. It's it's right there. How do you not question it? I mean, if you had a, if you if you had a villain that had one arm, you'd be like, "Where's that arm?" You and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, he's just the one arm villain." You'd be like, "Where's his arm? What happened to his arm? I, I want to know what happened to his damn arm." You'd want to know. Why is it so weird that I want to know? Tell me what happened I, to his nose. I hope you know that my hand is hovering above the hang up button. <laughs> And I call just, like I'm right there. Like if I, I sneeze I, again, we're done. Like like it's over. I've never read the books. I've never seen the movies. But that Is that your my demo? motivation? No. You're married to a younger woman. She's not into Harry Potter either. And she grew up on it. More so than I did. That was the problem. I was like a senior in high school when the first movie came out. So read the books. Like, the book. The first book came out in what? Ninety eight. Yeah, you can't read. You can't. You you can't read a book. I can. I've read many books. I just, I'm, I just don't know if that that's of interest to me. Like why? 
You know, like I don't know if I would enjoy reading those books. I feel like I wouldn't actually. That makes sense. I I could see you not enjoying something timeless and fun. I just I I just feel like it's too supernatural for me. Like I don't I don't get into the supernatural. That's why I'm not really that into like superhero movies. Like I like the ones that are more realistic. I don't. You know, like it it just seems unfair. Like, oh, you could fly around and you're impervious to pain and like where's the challenge in that? You know? Like That's the point. The point is to find the challenge and when the challenge no. is met, it's entirely different. Are you out of your mind? It's it's the same as wrestling. Like if you have okay, when Brock Lesnar's the good guy and he's the champion, where's the fun in that? When is clearly, Brock like, Lesnar the face champion? He has been at times. There have been oh, times oh, where he's been oh, one of the good sorry. guys. I'm sorry. Years ago, back in 2003, he was. No, I'm talking about like. Champion. But my point is, if that's the case, like, I don't know. I just, I, I always see that the hero should kind of be the underdog. You know, even Batman, who's like a jack dude and like whatever, he's the underdog because he's just a normal dude. And like, he's fighting against like, an entire city of bad people, and he's just a normal guy. Like, he doesn't have the advantage of, like, having the ability to fly or, like, having spidey sense or whatever other things that they come up with in comics or having super speed or, you know, like, I mean, Superman is the most ridiculous to me. Superman is the most ridiculous you must, you, I comic mean, book character. You must be a hit at parties. Like, like you, Superman you, you, you is basically the you can't beat Superman. The only way you can beat Superman is Kryptonite. That's it. Yeah. Like, you literally just have to have Kryptonite. That's the only thing. Like, you can't come at him with – you can't invent a thing. Like, it, it, it has to include Kryptonite. It's the only thing. Yeah. What is the fun in that? I mean, it, it's, it, it, it's you, so it, simple. For, for, for a DC guy, because I know you don't like Marvel movies. You don't like Marvel because it's too supernatural. I get it. Because having Wonder Woman and Superman be a thing, it just it falls into the I'm realm of possibility for you. I'm not that into those either. I'm not as into those. I just, I, I don't, where's the challenge? There, 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 there's a movie out there. It's an animated movie. It's called Justice League Doom. And I know you're not going to watch it, so I'm going to talk about it anyway. It's oh, basically a, it's basically Batman's contingency plan to defeat every single member of the Justice League, and all of them succeed. All of them succeed. Okay. I feel like that might change your mind on some things. Probably not, because you're an old man stuck in your ways. And I get it. Things happen. It, it's a very good movie. And it explains a lot of things that might make you... Not happy, but who knows? You're 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 an old man. Old old men like to stay, you know, grounded in their ways, which is cool, which is fine. I get it. I'm all about it. There are things I, that I don't like to change my mind on either. I grew up on wrestling and Batman, and in both of those things, the bad guy has the advantage over the good guy, and the good guy has to overcome the odds. That's storytelling. It's storytelling 101. It works every single time. And when you do Are it you right, 50% of the time or 60% of the time, it works every time. Absolutely. But, but that's what I'm saying is that like, it's a tried and true formula. Look at Daniel Bryan, 2014. It worked perfectly, right? 2011, CM Punk, like the, you know, the, the, everyone's against him because he doesn't fit the mold. 
he overcomes it and becomes the champion, right? Like, that, those stories work every time. Every time. It doesn't work when the, the good guy is just so much better than everybody else. The story's not that exciting then. Even if you go back to the 80s, the ultimate superhero, Hulk Hogan. You know what they did with Hulk Hogan? They put him against people that were bigger with, than him. And he was a big guy. But most of his opponents were bigger than him. And that's what made it fun. Like, how is he going to beat Andre the Giant? Andre's way bigger than him. How's he going to beat King Kong Bundy? King Kong Bundy is a walking 400-pound penis-looking guy. It, it, it was also a more, much more naive time. Like, nowadays, that wouldn't work. Like, Big Show, Big, put Big Show in a feud, nobody cares. Put Braun Strowman well, in a feud right now, nobody cares. No, it, it would work if you had just introduced him. Like, when Greg Khali first debuted, it worked. It did. After a while, it runs thin. But when you first see a guy like the great Kali, who's seven foot three, you're like, "Holy crap! How's anyone going to beat this guy?" Not right? really. You should uh, be, because he's enormous. Then, I, then, then, I, then I'm sorry, I'm watching wrestling wrong. I mean, it just it's it's the the old and and always the way that stories have been told, which is the good guy is the underdog. And that's what I, it's just what I'll never understand. If the good guy has more superpowers than the bad guy, where's the challenge? The good guy should win. The good guy should have the advantage. That's not fun. You're so not fun. I'm looking at, you know, moving forward, good. Baron Corbin has the advantage. He's a bigger guy, and now he's the king of the ring. Someone gets to knock him off his perch. That's fun. I'm down for it. Let's go. Brock Lesnar's going to be your big bad. Someone's got to stand up to him. Let's go. Good stories. And with that said, we've come to the end of our long and winding road. And in the words of the dead, what a long, strange trip it's been. I have been the mouth of the South Shore, Eric Cordova. He's the Crab. Check him out on Billy and the Crab on Tuesdays. Check out our social media at MOTSS Radio, Mouth of the South Shore Radio on the Facebook. And we will see you next week. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.